You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hashtag no music, no intro. <laughs> it couldn't be any other way, bro. Couldn't Man. be another way. It was 10 to 26 in the fourth quarter, Ryan. Biggest Saints comeback in the fourth quarter in history ever. I mean, since ever, like never. The Saints stunned the Falcons in week one. And I want to, before we talk about the game, before we get into it, because we're going to break it down, because there's a shit ton to talk about. When I I, I do want to start with the positive. I want to talk about all the good stuff first before we talk about the stuff that that needs to be cleaned up. But uh, the energy and the camaraderie and like just the sense of like family today in the live stream as we all watch the game on discord together or you know local tv if you had somewhere where you could watch it locally like i like besides being at an actual saints game man like i top tier like top tier Top tier, man. Like just the high, the highs and the lows. We felt them all together, and I and I keep going back to like that's what this podcast is about. Is about it's about community. It's about like everyone included that wants to be included. <clears throat> Patreon. Um, but it was just it was amazing, man. Like the the highs were super high and the lows were just like uh, you know misery loves company. Like I said during right. the live stream, like we all in it together, and it was it was and what a, what a great game to experience all together, bro. Like oh my god, <laughs> talk about highs and lows, bro. Man, um, man, it was all funny. Like we was man, like the lows we was just laughing at, bro. Just laughing. Bro, you we for, I, I kind of forgot that that Mike, the Mark Ingram fumble happened, bro. Like, <laughs> just... oh, 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 are we gonna get that video clip out? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, bro, our reaction to it? <laughs> I need it out. And I need Chris to cut the, like, if he could figure out how to take the play, actual play, and play that. And but, <laughs> but it's, it's hard to do that because of, like, NFL copyright law. So we got to be, got to be careful. But I know, oh, I know other, but anyway, let's, 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 let's dive into the game. Let's just fast forward to the fourth quarter, man. Um, the the two reasons, well, the two reasons why the offense came alive, three reasons I'll say actually. Offensive line, most of the game, physically was beaten from the snap. Offensive line, large part, had a terrible game. Like James Hurst looked bad. Caesar Reese looks like Caesar Reese. He won, he won he won the speed bump and he wasn't the 29th guard today, bro. No. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, and I don't know if it was like a tempo thing, but they put Jameis in the shotgun. They try to get away from all like the play action shit. They put Jameis in shotgun. He could see the entire field. The offensive line started blocking for him. And what he start he started to do what he wasn't doing in the first three quarters that when he went back in that drop, boom, 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 boom. Scan, 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 ball was out. And Thank receivers. You were open because now he has weapons that he can throw to. Right. So Jameis getting the ball out quickly, the offensive line blocking better, and the return and I I don't I don't want to undercut juice because Jarvis Landry was a dog out there, bro. Dog. But in Madden, if you play Madden, recent Maddens, there's certain players that have like this X factor. That couple of things happen in the game, and they just have an X factor where they kind of come become unguardable. And the return of Mike Thomas, bro. Mm, mm, mm. You, you, you physically, you physically with your own eyes saw him put the team on his back. Hasn't Beautiful. played football in almost two years, and he goes out. Against a top five-ish corner, top six, wherever you want to put AJ Terrell, and he didn't twenty-four didn't have no answers for thirteen, bro. Nope. It's beautiful, man. It was beautiful. It was exactly what we wanted to see after, you know, starting off, you know, struggling in the first half. You know, he was barely getting targeted. When he did get targeted, the throw was errant, or he was slipping. It was just off. Everything was off. And it was, you know, I, I, I was getting, I was even, I was getting frustrated. It's like, man, come on, man. Like, at least let that, let this dude, even if we lose, let him get something going, man. So, you know, something you could build off that way the story going into this week isn't, you know, is my time is back or, you know, is he still working his way back? I didn't want to, like, you know, I don't, I don't want that type of energy around right now, you know? So to see him and just kind of regroup, him and James come together. It makes some big plays and, you know, two touchdowns, the two touchdowns that won the game. And he, those touchdowns were like Mike Thomas touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Like perfect. Those were, those were his plays. Like he was doing Mike Thomas things to see that is what made it special. It wasn't like he was out there gimping around, nope. you know, looking like a player. He looked like Mike Thomas, you know what I'm saying? He so, did, man. man, that was just beautiful just to see him hyped up energy, you know, the teammates hyped up with him, and he just foaming at the mouth on the sideline. Just, just you, you saw it in his eyes, bro. Like, like, just looking like a psycho. I said, uh-oh, I said, uh-oh. Got a problem here. Got a problem. <laughs> uh, it was after he scored that second touchdown, at that point, like, 
I was just happy just as a from like a human to another human standpoint. Like I didn't even think maybe exactly. they maybe, maybe they were gonna pull off the win, maybe they weren't. But like I was like, man, like how good must that feel for him, man? Like that's that's tough. The mental anguish, the all the things you, you hear on Twitter from our fans, other people, you know. And he actually fans. reads it. And he reads oh, it all. Reads it, bro. <laughs> like, like he, he'll probably have his mentions up on his laptop while he's just drinking his coffee in the morning, just bro. scrolling through them, bro. I mean, he's a psycho. Like me, I don't, I would never do that. But he no. will sit there and look up, probably has a little bot that looks up, can't go on Mike, Michael Thomas, that just like sends him everything someone says about him, bro. It's like, um, and for them, and I don't want to make it all about all about Mike, but Jarvis Landry had 114 yards today, bro. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Can we can if anyone in the front office is listening to this, can we extend Jarvis now? Like now? Like just just approach him. Just approach him. I want somebody yeah. to tell me this. Why not? Mm. Like, give me a reason you don't. Because if he has I'm not saying he's going to have a game like this every season, but if he plays up to this level most of the season, they are not going to be able to afford him <laughs> when it comes to free agency, bro. Exactly. And he's even if he's, he's not going, he's not going to blow your bank account away. Come to him now, while he's in a good mood, he's feeling good, he's happy. You know, lock him up, man. Like lock him up, let him retire a saint. You know, lock him up, get him a lot of little extra cash this year. Push a little money down the line, whatever you got to do. And then you solidify. You got Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave for the next couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're good for whatever quarterback, you know, whether it's Jameis or whoever. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You're good. Uh, Chris Olave, we just just saw what we needed to see. Just he He's just so smooth out there, Ryan. Just, it, just, it looks too easy for him. Right? Remember that was one of the knocks on him as a prospect, it just, it, just, it just looks too easy, bro. It's like... If you were sitting there today watching him, like you wouldn't think that's a rookie. You think that's just okay. It's just one of the wide receivers that's been playing a couple of years, catching yep. passes, running his routes. Just looks like, <laughs> like it just looks easy for him, man. Like that dude is gonna be, you know, when he gets like really when the game plan really gets focused on him, he's gonna be special, man. He is. Um, just, and we, we got to talk about. The block field goal. Our boy, Peyton Turner. He got he got his name back for the week, bro. Got God giving his name back for a week. Showing for up a in week. a big spot in a big spot, bro. Like that's hey. Cause I would like. Would you have been shocked if Youngway hit that sixty-three yarder? Uh, I mean, I fully expected him to hit it. Honestly, I was. <laughs> I was like, he about to break. I don't know. If, is that the record or is it ties no, the, the record? I don't the, know. The, the Tucker was like sixty. Five or sixty-six okay. or maybe sixty-seven. Like but I know, I know, I know he has the leg to do it. I knew he right. had the leg. And he's the type of kicker that that would, of course, it would get you know a sixty-three yard would happen against us. So I was just like, it's going to happen. Like it <laughs> will happen. They shouldn't even got to that spot. But then you know, Lattimore had that dumb thing. He hit a player. Like he kind of knocked the player down after the play. You know, who knows what was happening? He probably the refs, he, the refs in these in this game was refs were terrible, terrible. And I, I hate I hate being that fan, right? I just hate, but it was just like the the Kyle Pitts fumble. Like that that was a play that should have been called a fumble on the field. It's a fumble. Because, it, because it wasn't and it was under two minutes. Like it just refs were bad. DA and couldn't it, challenge. 
All they had to do was call it a fumble. If it really wasn't a fumble, they would have reviewed it and said, okay, it's not. But you always lean towards a fumble because it's going to get reviewed. We're not even talking about the intentional fucking grounding that Jameis got. Like, Oh, man, I missed that one. Oh, you missed it? So after Juice made the catch, that great catch that, like, pushed the ball really down the field when they're driving, he gets – he gets up and he goes out of bounds and then they hurried up. I'm pretty sure he went out of bounds and then they hurried up and Jameis spiked the ball. Cause there, there's some type of miscommunication or confusion. They thought the clock was still running. So he spiked the ball and the refs literally called fucking intentional grounding. Hmm? Lost it down. Yep. Bruh. I don't know how you missed that, but yes, it was the most, most like one of the calls that only fucking happens when you're a saint when the saints are playing you would never um, see that sh- it was just ridiculous anyway um and i just want to talk about what what the win means because the one is a divisional game which is huge i'm not i'm it's not lost on me that it's the falcons I mean, we can make all the falcons jokes but i'm just saying from a just a, a standpoint as a divisional win that's huge those count for like a one and a half, potentially two wins when you beat a division opponent. Secondly, as bad as things were in the first three quarters, if they don't pull that game out, bro, that there there was gonna be this, this vibe and this energy going into week two against the Bucks, and it's like, oh, it's Jay- bro, we was we was one and dog, right? First half, bro. Look, I tweeted it out. I tweeted it out because I was like, okay. I'm going to tweet this, but I know I'm going to get flamed. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going to get flamed. But I, I tweeted out anyway. I just wanted to see. I tweeted out, and I was surprised I wasn't getting flamed like that. No, bro. He's like, let's do it. Red ref. I'm like, oh. Because <laughs> what was plaguing Jameis and then, the look, offense, and then, of course, Greg Rosenthal fucking retweets it. I'm like, God damn it, Greg. <laughs> Greg, Greg, just a sicko, Brian. He's just a sicko. He did that shit on purpose. Oh, bro. you know he did. You know he did. Um, but here, so let's we gotta kind of momento this game back and go backwards a little bit. The offensive line has issues, and I didn't think that the injury to Trevor Penning would be felt this early because. I really believe he was going to start week one. He gets injured. James Hurst, who I've been saying, I thought he was, you know, serviceable left tackle, you know, decent left tackle. Like, he can get the job done. He's not great. He looked terrible. He was getting beat, bro. Like, a lot, of, a, lot of the, a lot of the pressure was, like, blitzes and stuff like that, but he was just getting beat. Beat. <laughs> so, he's getting beat kind of cleanly as as the left tackle. These were Reese. Was was being fifty one. Some plays, it's like some plays, you just or you you're questioning yourself. You're like, well, was that his responsibility or not? But it's it's always him. It seems to be him involved in it. It's like because people are like, oh well, you know, maybe he was just supposed to help the uh, help Ramchick. It's like I don't know, bro. But why is it always him? <laughs> it's like, I'm never asking that about Peter. Nobody else. I'm always asking that about him. 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 <laughs> So you had those two things. I, I want to give a shout out to Dean, Dean Pease. And I know it sounds weird. 
But this Falcons defense had nine new starters on their defense, bro. Who, who was who was working uh Hurst? I don't even know who was... <laughs> don't, don't have no clue, bro. I have no idea who that was. Just... <laughs> Ain't that sad? Sad, man. <laughs> At, at least Caesar could say, "Oh, well, I got beat by Grady Jarrett." <laughs> like, yeah, at least, right, right. You can say that, bro. But, um, so Dean Pease's game plan, his scheme, the first three quarters, bro, was perfection. Like, as just from a football standpoint, because the Saints' offense, and and I know, I know it's all you know. It's kind of this this thing has been like fuck Sean Payton, blah blah. But man, like you just. We're not used to seeing the offensive line get beat that badly. But one thing about Sean Payton, he he doesn't begin the week. First thing he starts with is protection. Like he, there is no game plan unless That's you it. start with protection. Uh, probably last year was the first year I saw that kind of look shaky. But then you had all the injuries and new quarterback and all that stuff. Um, and that's a, that's one of the things you gotta remember is like Drew Brees called the protection. Drew Brees knew the protections up and down. He knew defenses left and right. Um, and so it's just different now, you know. But right now, I think the center McCoy is, you know, doing all the protections. Um, I'm sure Jameis, I'm sure it's like a you know a partnership between Jameis and him and stuff like that. But then you got the whole week one factor. You know, this is not stuff we've seen on tape. Dean Pease, like, I know he's not a famous name, bro, but he, like, he's always been one of the better uh, blitz disguisers in the league. Like, he was with the Ravens and all that. He's always been good at that shit. And he knows, like, they don't really have, like, a good pass rush, like right. a front four pass rush. So he was going to bring the heat, you know what I'm saying? So I think it just worked, man. Like, it just worked. I think offense, the Saints offensive line is still trying to gel. Um, and get better, you know, and that's meeting the fact that, you know, they was going to bring the heat, man. They knew they didn't have a chance unless they got Jameis. And, you know, and look, we got to talk about Jameis too, bro. Like, Jameis has always, this is not new. This is, you can go watch Florida State. You can go watch him at Tampa. You can go watch him with the Saints last year. He holds on to the ball. Um, he tends to look downfield. Mm-hmm. and look for routes that's working downfield rather than, you know, taking the quick hitters. Um, it's just, it's like the Saints offense is, there's some reason, it's, you know, somewhere out with why some of us was like, say, hey, put Dalton in. It's because it's not about arm strength or none of that, but it's just like some quarterbacks just kind of hit the back foot and boom. boom. You know what I'm saying? We know we saw Drew Brees do it for years, but it was just like, boom, it's just out. Out, ball is out. Not even two seconds. Like that's why the offense with the offensive line always was considered one of the best. Not saying it wasn't a good offensive line, but it didn't matter because Drew Brees would get the ball out so quick where it wasn't even a factor. Um, so with this, it's kind of a change. It's like a culture change. But we did see where when they did get Jameis protection. And when he got out that uh, that tent, I don't know what happened in the tent. They boosted him up. Out of some adrenaline or something. I don't know. He came out there and he was just letting that ball go. He was up, uh, back foot gone. And the good the great thing about James, he got an arm, bro. So when he hit that back foot, he put that ball on that nice little arc. 
Man, that cool. Everybody cool. I stepped through the jumps, man. That was beautiful. That thing beautiful, beautiful. bro. It's like it's that like, Adrian Peterson. When I seen him throw, throw that, that ball. ball. <laughs> I need that video, bro. I'm serious, bro. Like I was like, man, like that's outside, you know, outside the lines like that, bro. That job is turned around, man. That's that's. Whew. Also, I don't know if you noticed it, but early in the game, they was there. They were substituting. They was getting Deontay Hardy out there. They was getting Callaway out there, bro. Fourth quarter, empty. Olave Jarvis. That's dog it. time. Get your dogs out there. That's it. So it's it's good to to see it's good to see like man like maybe these other dudes ain't ain't what ain't what's working. So we gotta go to what's working. Um speaking of the offense, Taysom Hill, if Taysom Hill don't go off in the first half, Saints don't win this game, bro. Oh no way. I mean, how many times he saved the Saints ass, bro? Like <laughs> ain't it wild? I mean, say what you want about Taysom, bro, but sometimes he just, like, he comes in and he just gives you the juice that you need, man. And he literally, he was the, like, only reason we wasn't, this wasn't a blowout by the end of the second half was Taysom Hill. That's it. That's it. And James I, I, had I, negative seven yards by the end they, of the half. They had, they, they had like negative two yards passing at halftime or some wild fucking stat. Bro. And James ended the game with 269 yards. <laughs> Like, how, how crazy is that? <laughs> and most that. of that came in the fourth quarter. Yes, like, yes. Um, and I I said it during our our live stream. Taysom had Liz Frank surgery in January, man. Like he really that- deserves some of the accolades that Mike Thomas getting. Like obviously Mike Thomas missed like two years, but still, like to come back. And just to be that physical play, physical, bro. Like, man, he's a man out there, bro. Bro, <laughs> you can see it when he's all, when he's running. Like, you can see like set the pit players on the defense and the secondary. Like, oh shit, uh, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> hey, well, props to him, bro. Like, dude, yes. dude wanted to be a quarterback, man. He really tried. He, I mean, he won a lot of games. Believe it or not, like he won a ton of games. So, you know, from his perspective, I could see him being like, well, you know, what the, what the fuck, man? Like, what's the problem? But for him to just be like, well, okay, I moved the tight end, you know? I mean, he getting paid for it, but, you know, just props to him to just take it, and he's going to be, like, the dude a good football player, man. I know he it's is. cliche it's cliche to say it, all of that, but the dude is just a good football player, man. <laughs> like, like I, the Saints are better with him playing, period. Absolutely. At period. some position, at whatever position you want. He's their better team with them. Um, you know what's what's crazy right now? That like Pete might Andres Pete might be like one of the best linemen on the offensive line, bro. Bro, Pete was looking fine. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, like he was looking good. Like he, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying that with like I, I like Pete. I, I like, saw him get... like move some dudes out the way. Like he was moving some dudes. Um. You, you you talked about tight end and and, and Taysom moved tight end, and we we gonna we gonna rewind the game back because we gotta talk about the defense because it's been very you know we've started very heavy talking about the offense. Um, did Adam Trapman play? Like, is, did he? 
I have no idea, bro. I didn't see him. <laughs> That's the, my my point is like Juwan Johnson like got all the snaps at at tight end. Um, if you just want to talk about reasons why this team struggles, and I and I'm not trying to make this a negative podcast, but this is going to be an all encompassing podcast. A reason why this game was probably harder than it should be. You you got to go, and I I said it in the live stream. You got to go to like the draft history, man. That 2020 draft, not a single player in that in that draft is good. Period. Oh, sorry. None. none of them are good. Pro- probably none of them are probably NFL starters. So, like you, Ooh. you might could stretch and say we're Reese's, but like that's a stretch. Last year's draft class, or excuse me, yeah, last year's draft class. Uh, the first round pick had a a, a huge blocked field goal. You don't have any other stats in the stat on the stats column today, bro. No hurries, nothing. Not not, not an assist. <laughs> like nothing. So you just when you when the Saints choose not to retain <sighs> talent, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, who, whoever it may be, you have to supplement that talent with with draft picks. Trading right. CD, you have to supplement that talent with draft picks and good draft picks, and you got to hit on them. But when you're not supplementing that talent and you're missing on draft picks, like that's why games like today is like the booty was tight, bro. Like, yeah. it's like just, just wow. But let's let's flip it over, talk about the defense. The defensive performance. Before we do that, let's take a quick second here, a moment from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey, yo, Adam. What's up? Man, there's this one guy I've been wanting the Saints to pick up. It's this dude out left yet. What? Luke. Yeah, man, this dude named Luke Butler runs with Hargrove Roofing. The dude is like, 6'4", 285 pounds. What? Yeah, man. Like, he could beat our Ruiz, bro. He could be the next AD. Sign him up, play for the Pelicans. Man, listen. So, look, plus, here's the thing about him. He'll take care of any of your roofing needs that we have down in South Louisiana. It's crazy that you bringing him up because I've watched film on him. And I could tell y'all... He knows what's going on in the home insurance game. With storm season approaching, give Luke with Hargrove Roofing a call at 985-590-7601. Again, 985-590-7601. He's going to take care of y'all. You beast. All right, bro. Can we... I don't know what you and I need to do or how we or what we need to do to truly express how sorry we were for Batmouth and Pete Warner when he was drafted, bro. Yeah, man. He's a good player, man. That's a good he player, bro. Had what? I think it was like 11, 12 tackles, a forced fumble. Uh, first quarter of the game, he had pretty decent coverage on Kyle Pitts. Like, Like oh, one of the plays when when the defense needed needed big plays, he had a huge tackle for loss when 
the Falcons were trying to run to the outside. Yeah. Like, sorry, Pete Warner. Like, if you if you, if you listen to this at, at, at any point, we're sorry, bro. We apologize. We were wrong. I was wrong. wrong. I was wrong. 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 <laughs> oh, bro. Um, but we, the defense did enough to keep the Saints in the game when the offense was struggling. I, I will say, though, I, I am a little concerned of how easily they were, like, they were kind of dominated for the first three quarters, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. And look, I, I'd already warned people kind of prepare yourselves. It might take a little while for the defense to gel. But I was really talking about the secondary. I didn't expect for them to be dominated up front. Up front, bro. Like like they did. They got they were getting pushed back. Like yep. Every like and that's why Arthur Smith, he just stuck with the run, man. It was like that's smart I mean, football. I, 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 yeah, I, when he did try to throw it, I was like, why? Like, why are you trying to throw it? Like, I would just stick with the run because the Saints really couldn't stop it. You know, they weren't getting gashed for like 40, 50 yards, but it was those, you know, thousand cuts off it's just six yards, eight yards, six yards, eight yards, and, 10 yards. Uh, uh, and, uh, it, just... it, and it was so hard because their offense kept them ahead of the sticks and they just made exactly. their downs super short repeatedly. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, that's a killer, bro. Like that right there is just. <laughs> and then like sometimes, sometimes I regularly just throw like an 80 yard touchdown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause them, them, them th- houses of a thousand cuts, man, that shit just be like, Oh, oh. and conversely, as the Falcons offense was staying ahead of the change for the first three quarters, the saints, the saints offense was staying Behind the chains, and it it was just it was a mess. The worst um, formula ever. The worst formula to win. I, and the I, I, we won't get back to talk about the defense, but the fact that they were able to win in the fashion they did, and really didn't have a huge game from from AK run run blocking was subpar. Um, he left the game early, but he seemed like seemed like he was in the locker room. According to like reports, he was fine. He said he'd be okay, so it doesn't sound like it's anything too serious. Um. But yeah, man, just I I said it after the game to a friend. Uh, maybe I said it in the Discord, but like they need to call and Dominican Sue. They need to call Malcolm Brown. They gotta call somebody, bro. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Like it just I don't know if it was just a bad game, but I need I need to see them like I, I want the Saints defense lean it forward. Yes. They're that best when that defensive line leaning forward, the linebackers leaning forward. You know, I mean, I mean, you saw Cordell Patterson. He trucking, he trucking Tyran Matthew. He trucking Pete Werner. I was like, man, like, you know what? You know what sucks, man. I was like the biggest Cordero stand <laughs> at Tennessee. Loved him as a prospect, bro. So like, I can't even be excited when he's doing well. I'm just, right? Sucks, man. I hate it. I hate it here. <laughs> also, we said this on the preview pod too. How how dumb are coaches in the NFL that that man was a free agent for so long? Just just out there chilling. It's like, look, man. Okay, you can't you can't run precision routes. Okay, nope. 
But look at the guy. Like the dude is a physical phenom. Like get him the ball. Like that's 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 his skill set. Get him the ball and let that's him it. make plays. That's it. Um, but getting back to the Saints defense, they they did enough, right? Like the Pete Warner fumble was huge. It didn't lead to anything. That was a that was a missed field goal by Will oh Lutz. My God. Then, Don't give me started was, on that. <laughs> he redeemed himself, but well, I mean, like, just just the just the the you know we got some clutch like the defense wasn't playing great today, but they got you two clutch turnovers, man. Clutch. And we couldn't turn them into nothing. Nothing. It was it was. <laughs> Marcus May pull, pulled his whip out <laughs> and caused caused a fumble. Pete Warner caused a fumble, um, and eventually, hope like luckily the offense was able to pick up the rest at the end, um. But I I am a little concerned about the defense because I think what the game plan was, and this is this is just me casually observing it. I'm not gonna go back and watch the all 22. That's not what I do. That's what the type of breakdown you want. There's podcasts out there that do it. It ain't us. But it seemed like they weren't trying to rush up the field with Cam. They, oh. they, 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 it was like we said, right? They they played like the must rush a little bit on Cam's side. And so Mariota couldn't scramble outside, but everyone else on the field couldn't get any pressure, bro. Like even when they weren't running or if it wasn't like a quick short pass, if they were trying to throw deep or whatever, like it was nothing, no pressure at all. No Mark Davenport pressure, no interior pressure, no who first pressure. Like that's a, that's a problem. Oh, it's That's a big a problem. problem. It's a big problem, bro. Like you can't, you're not gonna survive in the NFL like that. Um, so look, like I'm, I'm, try, kind of trying to withhold my judgment. I just want to see, see if it starts revving up. Um, I know Marcus Davenport. He didn't, he barely practiced at all in training camp. Um, so he's kind of on the pinch count, getting worked in. We talked about all offseason. He's a key piece. Like we need not just him, but we need a healthy playing great him. Like we need a healthy playing great Davenport. That offsets um the the attention Cam Jordan gets, which allows him yes. to shine. And you know, but I think the um the middle of the defense is just gonna be a struggle, bro. Like that's yeah, it is, man. They hadn't addressed it, you like, like as much as we scared it them drafting DTs, but they just haven't addressed it really much and they need them. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a source by the defense. I love on your model, but he's not like a, a game changing defensive tackle. Um, but you know, you know, you got, you know, dudes like shy Tuttle and stuff, man. Like, I mean, you know, it, <laughs> it's like you're asking a lot <laughs> from shy Tuttle and David street and, you know, lot, Malcolm, man. you know, Malcolm Roach, he's on IR. He was he was looking like he was trying oh, yeah, to right. camp. So he's on IR. So it's like, look, I mean, this is pretty much what you're gonna get. And then that linebacker, you know, we love uh Demario Davis and, and Pete Werner, but you know, those guys are, you know, kind of you know, not 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 so much Demario, but Pete Werner is more of like a running chase linebacker, you know. Um, so he could, you know, slice in the backfield and but as far as like just thumping, throwing the guard back into the you know to the to the pocket and you know like he's not that type of linebacker. So you know I think the run defense you know you can see it kind of take a step back this year, 
having it being great. It's been, you know, it's been stellar the last couple of years outside of, you know, running going against like some running quarterbacks. Uh, but, you know, I think it, I think it'll be more of a week-to-week proposition. I think you're going to see some weeks where it's great depending on the offense. I think this week the Falcons really had a good game plan, man. They, you know, they had Marcus Mariota. I think they knew the Saints were going to be prepping for Marcus Mariota to run the ball. But they didn't really use him as a runner much, bro. Like they, they just they ran the ball down the throats. They did. They and and that's that's the worst way to get beat. Like they didn't get beat, but like the first three quarters of how they were getting beat is, in my humble opinion, easily the worst way to get beat in football. Oh yeah, you can't stop it. It's demoralizing. It, it's amping up everyone on the offense, on the opposing team. And as a, as a fan, as, as a, as a player on the team, just like, how, how the fuck are we going to stop these dudes? Like, and you saw it like in a John Vilma played, you know, was showing it of like, at some point, like DA or whoever was calling defense. I don't know if it was DA, I don't know if it was Ryan Nielsen or. Um, it was DA. Yeah. So it's at, at, at some point he just, he, there was like eight men in the box. Like that's, that's how bad it was that they couldn't stop the run. That he yeah. was putting like eight men in the box to stop it. And still couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, you 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 want to talk about Will Lutz? I know you made that made that sound, but he he redeemed himself, bro. Like he redeemed he did, himself. Bro. He did, man. And uh, hey, get it out your system, bro. Like I, I was happy he just got it out early, early in the game. You know, even though we needed it, you know, you got it out of your system, so we knew. And he came back with the clutch when we needed it, bro. You know, so, um, I mean, it's huge. It's huge that he's healthy and he's back. He's not going to make everyone, you know, but just be, you know, be 95%, man. We need 95% Lutz. I, I, I'll say this. Kind of seeing all the kicking issues around the league today in week one. I'm saying. I'll, I'll take a miss 44 for a game winning 51 any day. Any day, bro. Any day, bro. Um, anything else from? Well, I guess what my question for you is, what did you take from today's game? What do you see as fixable issues, and what do you see as things that's going to haunt the team going forward? Great question. Let me answer it when we get on the other half. Or listen to our sponsor. What's up, Ryan? Yo. I'm just going to say this. I don't want you to get offended. I'm a big dude. You a big dude. Damn. And I know sometimes weight loss has been an issue that we both dealt with our, our entire lives. But I want to tell you about something that I came across about this great new company called Vertimax. Okay. Did you know that Vertimax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment company that's used by half of D1 programs and half of the NFL and NBA teams. We have an NFL podcast. Mm. It's used by professional leagues as well as other teams all around the world. There's the Vertimax platform and there's a Vertimax Raptor used to help athletes improve their performance on the field for almost three decades. That's almost as old as you. (laughs) 
I know we, we we pick on him, but did you know that pick on him in terms of his little his workouts? But Jameis Winston actually has trained on a Bertamax Raptor in the mm. Kingdom of New Orleans himself. Drew Brees has trained on a Bertamax platform along with other top NFL and college football pro athletes. I was just scrolling on TikTok. I saw Amari Cooper using a Bertamax machine. Wow. We know we have a lot of listeners that have kids. They're in sports. They're in soccer, baseball, football, track and field, you name it. If you're a parent and you want to help your child improve in terms of their sports performance, or maybe you just feel like you just want to get your body right for the summer and and get fit, you need to I check out summer. You need to you need to check out Bertamax. So. All you have to do is go to Bertamax.com or follow them on social media at Bertamax. That's B-E-R-T-I Max. Again, that's at B-E-R-T-I Max, Bertamax.com. Look into getting yourself a Bertamax platform, a Bertamax Raptor, and tell me you won't see the improvement. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh man, that's that's tough. I I do think an issue that's going to plague them all season, unless they maybe they bring back Malcolm Brown. I, I don't think they're going to go out and spend the money for Sue, um, because I, I don't think they could afford Sue on a one year deal. Like it would have to be on a multi year deal to get his his cap number to to be low. Yeah, I think I think the interior of the de- defensive line is going to be an issue. I agree. All season. Um, there are some things that that stood out to me of like coaching things that I, I, I wonder going forward if that's going to be fixed. Perfect. And probably not because, you know, say what we will about his snaps as a player. Like he had the biggest snap in the game and blocking that punt and Peyton Turner. But like, why was Taco not elevated? Why was Tano inactive? Like, what has what has Peyton Turner shown besides being a first round pick? And then you get back to sunken fallacy calls. But like, what has he shown up to this point that would have like 
validated him playing over like his all game his play didn't he had he had a great play to win the game which is huge but all day like jersey clean as shit bro <laughs> clean clean bro he could rewear it next week just, just look at it. <laughs> um so it's like can, can you can as a team do they do they admit that maybe like they they're not playing the best guy um and I and I want to see Da, and I don't want to sound negative after a win, but just little bitty things like the the cleats thing to me, yeah. like all the slipping we saw in this game, bro. Yeah, that, 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 to me, like that wouldn't happen under Sean Payton because that, that's that that's that's rookie coaching, bro. That, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that's just like, come on, man. Like, but you, you can't say that's rookie coaching because this man is coached in NFL he did. before, bro. He sure did, yeah. So yeah. it's not like it's a sixth brand. So, like, little things like that, like DA has to to fix. Um, right. I think, and I think something, and I don't know how this is gonna work out or how it's gonna play out, but Pete Carmichael and Jameis have to get together and figure out what this offense is going to be because Pete Carmichael, Sean Payton, West coast, time and precision, blah, blah, yes. blah. That's yes. not James's game. It's not his game. Now, maybe, maybe they have concerns about the offensive line holding up because today's in today's any indication. I get it, but maybe you just scrap. And I know you can't scrap an entire offense, but like right, maybe right, right. you just incorporate more, I'm in shotgun. I need. I can see my weapons. Boom. I'm getting the ball out. There's no yeah. West Coast. I'm just getting the ball out. Right. But I say all that. All that to say. They they won this game, and like that is huge. <laughs> huge man. Like I'd rather work on my problems after a win, and and if, the, if yeah. you lose, when you lose, you think everything wrong. Like yeah. Every, what's you know you can't even pinpoint the problem. After a win, you could be like okay. Here are the five things we need to work on this week. You know what I'm saying? He, like one of the first things DA said in, in the in the postgame presser was like, you know, basically paraphrase like it's nice to win, but uh got a lot like, whole bunch of like I hope they're ready tomorrow because that, that film study's not gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, tough skin. He said you're gonna have some tough skin. Yeah. Also, and this kind of goes back to like you just gotta sometimes take things that are said in training camp a little for a grain of salt. Man, we Heard Bradley Roby was having a great training camp, bro. Hey, I, I I was I was never on that train, bro. I was like, man, like the dude got moved to nickel for a reason, man. Like, so and it so it was a combination of things, right? So first, first you trade, first they trade CD. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna go down that road again. But then, a, a person I do believe had an excellent training camp, and I think it would carry over to the season. And don't back me, bro. I'm passing the Debo. Mm-hmm. Well, his ankle gets hurt, so he can't go this week. So then you got to. So then you got to take Roby, who was supposed to play the nickel. Now you got to move him back to the outside, and then yep. you play Justin Evans at the nickel. He hadn't played football in almost like two years. And we're fortunate that Falcons don't really have a great passing game. <laughs> fortunate, bro. Could you imagine they were trying to do that against? Next week against the Bucks. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we hoping you know, Paul's the Debo looked like he was, you know, he was at, he was at the game, you know, he right. was out there on the field, uh, pregame or whatever. Didn't have a walking boot on it, so he looked like he gonna shake back. But still, man, it's like, 
I still keep coming back. Like, why is it straight seated? Like, why? Like, I know why, but it's just like, man, y'all couldn't figure that out. Like, if you really want to be like a great team this year and really compete for a Super Bowl, it was like, man, like, why not have that luxury of having that great depth? Because, man, all that talk about that great secondary depth, look, look how quick it just got decimated. You know, you, they, you, be, you become the Will Smith press print season finale or series finale, bro. Just look at the room, like. And look, I'm speaking of the secondary, bro, can we, like the dude hadn't been talked about at all during training camp. But can we give a little props to uh, uh, Lattimore, bro? Like, yes. dude, he's at that point in his career where he's just going about his business, just taking players out the game, bro. <laughs> like, I don't, he, I don't know if he was. I'm not gonna watch all 22, but Kyle Pitts had like two catches for 19 yards today, bro. Exactly. And I'm not saying he covered, you know, Kyle Pitts every nope. snap, but not saying that at all. He was covering him quite a bit and he was just taking him out. He got targeted. He was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> so like just just to have that, man, like just just to see that that Lattimore, because we have, you know, we there were those seasons in the past where he started off, yes, you know, just kind of kind of a little bumpy, a little, little, little bumpy. Good to see him just tuned in. Like he's a veteran now. He's a veteran, been in the league. What, what, three, four, five, six years now? Veteran, just going about his business, take care of business. It's good to see that because, like, he, he take care of his side of the field. You get Paul the Debo back, he take care of his shit, you know, now, figure out now the nickel. They, now, now they could do what they what they want to do. Right. And, look, Mark, uh, Marcus May played pretty well. You know, he wasn't perfect. He got caught, you know, he got caught a couple times biting on the play action or whatever. Um, but overall, I thought he played well. He was active, very involved, always around the ball. Um, him and Honey Badger, I think they make a good duo. And Justin Nevis, man, every time I see him, he was just like, oh, like just he, he tried to try to put someone on IR, bro. Yeah, man, he was he was bringing the heat. So they got some players now, bro. Like, yeah, yes, like they, they got do. some players in the secondary, man. Tomorrow Davis still a dog. You know, it's like we go back to this D line, man. Like. That that that's that's the thing, bro. Well, you could rush four when you could rush four and get pressure. It just changes everything. And it's gonna sound like the most boring fucking, boring fucking statement. But with the amount of draft capital that they put into both both of those sides of the ball, they should play well. But I mean, you know, Warris is not playing well, or. Hurst obviously was on the first round pick. Um, and Trevor Penning's hurt, but like defensively, you you invested a first round pick in Cam Jordan, you invested two first round picks in Marcus Davenport, you invested a first round pick in Peyton Turner. Like, that should be the strength of your fucking team. It should be the strength. And we'll we'll see. We'll see if this was just like a Aberration, or or what have you? But I think it's game to game, man. It's gonna be a game to game proposition. You're gonna see games where the uh, you know the D line is is tepid, the pass rush is tepid. You're gonna see games where they're fierce. I think it's gonna depend on the quarterback. It's gonna depend on you know how long the quarterback holds on to the ball, the type of offense they face. It's gonna be one of those type of things. But I don't know if they have. Just one of those just crazy good pass rushes. No, they don't. They don't. I ain't gonna say I don't even know. I know they don't have that right now. You know what I'm saying? They just don't. Um, but man, 
two first, not two first. Yeah, two first. I'm starting to forget the names. Two first. It's important for him to really get back, mm-hmm. get back to being who he, we know he can be. Like, bro, it's your contract year, bro. Like, you can make generational wealth and change the whole trajectory of your family, man. Like, I don't know if you care about that stuff, but like, you can, you know. And like this year, if you just show and prove, bro, like it's there, it's there for you, you know. And their Saints are giving you every opportunity. Like every they are moment. not. There've been plenty of chances they could have just kicked you out of the building, but they're like. We're going to give you every opportunity to succeed. Like you talk to Ryan Nielsen, Ryan Nielsen believes in Mark and Davenport, man. Like he want him, he wants him to be great, man. So I just, I, I want him to be great. Like if, if Marcus Davenport is great, like that is good for the Saints. Oh, I mean, that's the crazy thing. Like I want him to be great. At this point, I'll just take him consistently being good. good. Want, just good. Good and but, there. Like yes. <laughs> Yes, that's that's a huge one, bro. Actually playing like yeah, I, I know I know Peyton Turner, on the other hand, bro. Bro, let I'm okay. kind of done with him, bro. I'm sorry, man. Like I'm sorry. I know it's early, maybe I'm done with the Peyton Turner thing, bro. Like I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the evidence you that know, he's gonna be some type of player. I'm not seeing it. You know what makes me so annoyed, bros? Before I came up here to record this episode. Watching the Bucks game and fucking Joe Tryon's Trelacon just all over the field, nigga. I get so mad, Ryan. But you know, you know, like you know, he he doesn't fit the the res in the in the the measurables, Adam. Sorry, I'm so Marcus Mariota didn't didn't rush for for fifty yards this game. He was at forty eight. That was close. That was close, bro. So my prediction for for week two against the Bucks is Joe Tryon gonna get a gonna get a sack on Jameis and oh and I believe that Peyton, Peyton Peyton Turner will not get a sack in the game. That's that's, that's my prediction. <laughs> that's and, my, I, and look and look if somebody record this and be like, well uh, like repost this and be like posting it after Peyton Turner have like a four sack game or something. Please, I, I would please do that. Like I can't wait. I I, I think I want to be on freezing cold takes. Like put me on that shit. Can on. you can you show me something that, that we gonna be on it though? Right? Can you can you show me some evidence? You know P. Warner did. P. Warner said, "Bet I got right. it." Exactly. Got show it. me some circumstantial evidence that makes me want to believe that. Because I, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> So he, he he did pretty good against Carolina last year. I'm like, oh. <laughs> fuck out my goddamn face, bro. When, when what was it? When the office was driving in the fourth quarter, bro, and they like took a a, a, a shot to the sideline. This nigga the, jumping up and down, just looking all happy, bro. I'm just Man, sit your ass down, even, right. bro. Hey, you had oh. a good camp, though. You had a good camp. <laughs> Oh, you gotta take these things that people say about Pelicans. They can't with a grain of salt, bro. Uh, Truly, 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 truly. I think we've hit on it all. Um, I think we did. We really hit on it. We kind of hit a gamut of things. Hopefully, don't back me, bro. AKA Paulson and Debo's back. I mean, he, he. you need the Bane. We will need them next oh, week, bro. Yeah, we need them next week, bro. <laughs> I 
I um, just saw I saw Chris Godwin earlier in this game. Yeah, yeah I, I, saw, like, I saw that catch and I was like, this nigga. I'm like, they back already. They got Julio Jones. Julio like, Jones stretching out for catches, bro. I'm like, like oh, Evans, shit. Russell, Russell Gage. <laughs> we gonna need it, bro. Need it. I will, I will. I do think that's maybe a different game where we can see the pass rush better because we, we like it's like he's gonna be right here. He's not gonna mm. run. He's not gonna scramble. Meet mm. me here. Cam Jordan talked about it on his uh on his podcast. He's like he loves quarterbacks. Like he said, he studies where the quarterback usually is. Like mm. he loves quarterbacks. We like okay. I know they're gonna be right here. So mm. I just know I need to get to that spot somehow. You know, outside, inside, whatever. Doesn't I matter. just know I need to get to that spot. That's what Tom Brady is. You just know you got to get yes. to the spot. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we'll see if, you know, we see a different pass rush next week. We'll get to that on a preview, you know, later this week. Yeah, we'll do. We'll hit the preview pod up for that later this week. Um, but sincerely, anyone who maybe watched the live stream on YouTube, who was in the live stream on Zoom, who was in our Discord, man – because of how I share the game for our community, like I, and I don't watch, I don't, I don't pay attention to our Discord like during the game. Like I try to just straight focus and just we watch it all organically. Man, I pulled up the Discord and it said like four hundred and seventy new messages. I was like, God damn, damn. y'all missing out, man. And look for y'all that don't have access to the Saints game. I ain't Uh-oh. saying, I ain't saying how you can watch the Saints game, but I'm just saying. Uh-oh. If you become a Patreon and join mm. the Discord, Uh-oh. we might have options for you. That's all I'm saying. That's it. We're we not saying. we just not saying. Um, But today today was great on so many levels. And people were, like, getting at me, like, of how I was reacting to, like, you don't look really detached. Here's the thing about being detached. The thing about being detached is the losses don't bother me. Like, when you're truly, like, detached, like, I'm a fan. We, we like this is a Saints podcast. We are Saints fans. We get excited when the team wins. The thing that makes us Ryan and I emotionally detached is when these niggas shit the bed. We fucking we, it doesn't bother us. It doesn't it doesn't ruin our day. It doesn't nigga ruin our Monday. Don't care, nigga. At don't all. care at all. <laughs> I, that's that's why Chris it's actually has, funny. Chris has to cut that fumble, bro. Because at that point, we we was we all of us as fans thought, oh, these niggas, we we done, we done. It was just like, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> like our reaction was just comical, comical. Hey, look, like, look, when the Pelicans, uh, who did play the playoffs this past year? I can't remember. Suns, Suns, and they won one. I remember when they won the game. I, yeah, boy, I was ecstatic. I watched like eight Pelicans games a year. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> So like, yeah, I'm gonna be excited and all that, but man, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I care because I invest so much in it. Like, but I don't care to the point where I was like six years ago, where I was like, bro, they would have lost this game. Oh, and I, was, and I was at where I was like six years ago, bro. Like, I would have been walking into work all unshaved. Probably wouldn't iron my shirt. <laughs> Probably wouldn't want to talk to nobody till lunchtime. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, you and you know, and this is what I hated the most after after games when I was attached, when, when I wasn't attached, bro. That's the first thing everyone at work, maybe it's different in New Orleans, but I live uh, in California, right? So it was the first thing anyone fucking oh, wanted no. to talk to me about. No, oh, it's, man. it's the same, bro. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so, so they say this game, bro. 
What you say about them Saints, bro? Fuck out my face right now. Shut nigga. the fuck up, man. But <laughs> now? Nah, that's not running down to him. I'll like, yeah, man, here's the keys to the game. <laughs> that's what we talk that's what we talk about about being detached. But during the game, seeing Mike Thomas come to life, bro, like you what must be I like, just sitting here just like tweeting with my thumbs, like, oh okay, cool. Nice play. Yeah. Like, like no. Like there's a fucking Florida lease on my shoulder for a fucking reason. And Good or is, bad. And this is reality TV at its best. Oh man. my god, bro. It it we what we did today, and this this not this is just gonna be like an inside joke between Ryan and I. But what we did today is like watching that Bucks fan do that live <laughs> stream, watch that TV Sunday Night Football, bro. <laughs> Always think about that dude. Bro. <laughs> like he got the last laugh because they won the Super Bowl that year. But I'll never forget like the, the reaction where Tom Brady hit the interception. He just on the couch just. <laughs> Just dead inside. <laughs> How do Saints do that? We that was basically what we went through to, today with multiple people at the exact same fucking time. Um, so it's it's great for football season to be back. Uh, it's great that the Saints won. Shout out to every everyone who support who supports us and continues to support us. I tweeted it out um, this morning, and it got like. Multi, like tons of fucking retweets, like shit ton of likes. Um, this no no one can see me, but I'm making like a circle right now. This shit, what we're building right now, like this shit is meant to last. Um, where you can get away from Twitter, and that's that's the crazy thing about today, bro. I wasn't on Twitter, I wasn't in the Discord, I was just in like the moment, like just in the moment, all of us fucking together. It, it was dope, man. It was really dope. It's, it's the closest thing that you'll get to like being at an actual stadium with other Saints fans, as as we'll get um, until we we get together for the the Raiders meetup. But yeah, we got people from all over, uh, you know, England, wherever. You know what I'm saying? Like the Netherlands, like Netherlands. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Um, Hawaii, yo, Mitch, Mitch was in that bitch at. So Hawaii's what three hours behind? So he was in this bitch at seven a.m. bright and early, bro, cussing these niggas out. <laughs> you heard me? Like that's like that's wild. <laughs> um, but it was it was fun. It was dope. We every every week. Well, I shouldn't say every week. Most weeks this season, that will be the setup. Um, if there's a week where like I'm going to be at three actual Saints games in person this season. Might want to put those down as losses, but uh, maybe we can figure something out where someone else can can take the reins and you know everything continues to to, to run smoothly. But just th- thank y'all, like y'all make this shit worth it. We appreciate y'all, um, y'all part of our our Saints Twitter podcast family. Uh, go out, get the merchandise. It's on T Public. Um, become a Patreon so you can be in the Zoom with us, in the Discord with us. Subscribe to our YouTube, retweet everything we retweet. Shout out to our dude Chris, hashtag White Wealth, who in the lab right now trying to make content for us, video content, so we can post that up. Um, it's it's just it's above and beyond, man. So regardless of what happens next this season, we in this shit together. Um, and we appreciate y'all. Oh, and our merch, go to uh, go to our Patreon. It should be up there. T Public. 
Click on the link. Got our merch out there for you to purchase. T-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs. You name it, man. Like, go and cop our gear and, you know, represents SDP, represents Saints Total Podcast out there, man. That's it. Um, But we will we will be back this upcoming week to do the preview pod. Might try to get, I think I have an idea. Maybe we'll try to get someone someone on. I don't know if we can pull it off before the preview Ooh. pod. Ooh. But I want to get Stan Red on, man. Try to stand on. He follow us. He follow us, Stan. Okay. Want to come on? Um, but we we appreciate y'all. So we'll be back in a couple of days, real soon. Um, with that, we out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.